1: Welcome back to the Woman Warriors podcast. I'm excited to have you all back. Thanks again to the subscribers, reviewers. If you have not subscribed, please do so, or if you feel like it, uh, and leave an honest review and a rating. I would love that. I would fully appreciate it. This week, my guest is Nicole Laloya, who provides strategy plus mentorship to women business owners who want to scale through multiple income streams and move from being an employee in their own business to a boss. She founded her first business, a therapy private practice, in 2014 after suffering severe burnout in the nonprofit world. She refused to ever return to a nine to five. She quickly built up multiple businesses and income streams and now helps other women do the same. Nicole got her master's in social work at Columbia University, and has written for Forbes, Huffington Post, and Mind Body Green. She's obsessed with entrepreneurship, women becoming wealthy, apothic wine, and never misses a Taco Tuesday. Nicole and I are going to be exploring boundary setting in your personal and your working world life. So I hope you enjoy our conversation. Let's get to it. Hi, Nicole. Welcome to the Woman Warriors podcast.
0: Hi, thank you so much for having me today.
1: Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited to have you and excited to be talking about personal and professional boundaries. But before we get started, if you wouldn't mind sharing a little bit about you and what inspired you to do the work that you do.
0: Yes, so I actually have had an interesting um, change of career, although it all feels connected. I started out as a social worker. I got my master's in social work at Columbia in New York City, and I worked counseling kids for a few years. And then I transitioned into um, private practice. I took some time off to travel. I had severe burnout working in the field and just kind of working in the bureaucratic setup of an agency. Yeah. Um, And I took some time to travel and volunteer. And when I came back, I just was like, oh, my God, I cannot do a nine to five job. I thought I was just lazy, really. I was just (laughs) so hard and. Seems like so much work and I just, I hate it. Like, mm. so I ended up starting a private practice eventually and sort of like, um, put it like I ended up pr- truthfully being a sort of therapist freelancer, huh. had contract work. I did consultor- consulting for for an organization. Um, and then I started my private practice. So I kind of had all these different income streams. And it was a lot of fun. And it turned out I didn't dislike work. <laughs> like the structure and setup and the poor boundaries at the nine to five job. So I did that for a few years and went into my, like, was growing my practice and ended up kind of just transitioning into more coaching and business strategy with a lot of, um, A lot of therapists, a lot of people in the health and wellness world, a lot of service providers. Hmm. Um, It just turned out that I was really good at helping people set goals, helping them set the structure and boundaries to make them happen, helping them really grow their business. And I was doing my practice at the same time, working with a lot of highly anxious, stressed out women uh, live right outside New York City. So truthfully, it's quite trendy to be stressed out. (laughs) So sad. (laughs) So sad that it's trendy to be stressed out, right? Right. Like, you know, a night out, you know, to hang out with your friends is all about complaining. Mm. Who's the most stressed out?
1: Yeah, I get it. And, and you know, I know, I feel like being stressed out has sort of become normal for our culture. But oh, that's terrible.
0: I know. It really is terrible. And I think that truthfully, it just is, you know, you're trying so hard to keep up. And it really is hard because I think we're just overwhelmed in so many areas of life. You know, I love that now that I do the business strategy, I thought it was going to be just a strategy piece. But it turns out it is a lot of mindset. It is a lot of strategy. Yeah, it's just a lot of offering support in the same areas that I did before, but just with a little bit more of a business focus.
1: Mm-hmm. And so do you work primarily with women or do you have a sort of a mixed, you know, just men and women in your practice, in your
0: consulting business? Yeah, I do work primarily with women.
1: Yeah. And do you feel like women maybe have a little bit of harder time setting boundaries around whatever it might be? Or how, what are you finding in your practice?
0: I'm finding that, you know, it's very interesting because it's just like a lot of parallels um, in terms of, you know, when I did... Co- uh, when I did therapy and counseling, and even now just in supporting people, you know, around more of their business focus in, you know, when you have a business, it's, It's your life, too. It's all connected. Hmm. Um, You know, and I think that's a lot for women who have careers and families. Everything is all connected. So when something's off, when you have, you know, bad boundaries or stress in one area, I think it spills off to the other areas. And that's because we tend to be caretakers. So I think that women do struggle to set boundaries because a lot of times they view it as being mean or hurtful towards others or they really fear the fallout. Mm. So the
1: fear of hurting others' feelings or not being a good enough caretaker can impact how how set their boundaries are or fluid? Yes,
0: and being seen as, you know, being mean. Mm. And
1: so why do we need boundaries? Like, what, what what are you seeing if people have very fluid boundaries, they aren't keeping true to the boundaries they feel like there are parts of them that really need? What, what's happening?
0: Well, I, you know, I think that, we, you know, when we talk about boundaries, there's boundaries in all areas, right? There's boundaries, you know, setting boundaries with people in your life, with personal um, and work not intersecting. There's time boundaries. You know, there's physical space boundaries. There's all kinds of boundaries you can set. And that on its own can be really overwhelming. So it may be that in one area, you feel okay setting boundaries, but in other areas, you may struggle too. But, uh, what I'm seeing is that people really are getting overwhelmed because there just is, you know, all of your different areas of life intersect. Mm-hmm. And it really becomes a struggle to go after what you want, to create the life you want um, when you can't, you know, protect your space mm-hmm. around that
1: yeah. desire. I know for me, a lot of times when I am not holding firm to boundaries, so say, in personal life, somebody asks me to do something that I don't really Mm want to do. And I say yes, anyway. (laughs) Uh, There, uh, you know, there can be like resentment and, you know, frustration with myself, but also with the other person. So that even though I'm offering the help, I'm not really doing it from a good place.
0: Right, right. And then you're there's sometimes like that lack of taking responsibility, right? Where there is that anger towards the other person, even though they may not even know, right? Right,
1: right. right. <laughs> yeah. And you're just holding on to this feeling of like, oh, what is Yeah, why is this not working? Well, but so I, I mean, I guess I'm struggling with like, why I feel like men are better at at least professional boundaries. And maybe I'm wrong. And I feel like men tend to be better at setting boundaries. And I know as caretakers, we do want to help others, women do. But are there other things you're seeing that make it harder for women to to really be the boundary setter to say, this is what I need. I'm going to go after this.
0: Yeah, well, I think it's exactly like what you're saying is that I think, first of all, there's just different expectations for women, right? Like, we are sort of raised to be caretakers. We are raised to... um worry about others and to kind of take on responsibility for things. I mean, I grew up with a brother and there were definitely different expectations for us when we were younger. And there's honestly even different expectations for us as adults in terms Mm -hmm. of, you know, family responsibilities and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I think that one, you know, there is that piece of just nurturing by parents and society and things like that into, you know, I don't think that women are really taught as well to set boundaries and mm-hmm. how to enforce boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's different expectations for them. And then two, I think that also, you know, a lot of us tend to be really empathetic, really in tune with other people's feelings. And a lot of times we're living in other people's heads, making a lot of assumptions about what they're going to think about us, what they're going to do, how they're going to react if we set things. Mm-hmm. And we're not really being true to ourselves.
1: Yeah. 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 And I would imagine that if you kind of grew up in an environment where, you know, as a young woman, as a child, you were expected to sort of be either helping with the other siblings or helping around the house or sort of being more fluid in terms of your personal boundaries, Mm -hmm. that it would be really hard to then suddenly do it in adulthood.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, we see what happens with women who are stronger, who are more outspoken, who do set better boundaries for themselves, right? Um, We see it on TV, we see it in the media, we see it all over, you know, they're not really spoken of well.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can think of a few choice words that were called when we do set boundaries that are really strong.
0: (laughs) Right, we become very unlikable is the most popular word. (laughs) Yeah. And so...
1: There's that piece too. Just culturally, it's not as acceptable for women to really be speaking their mind and say, well, not speaking their mind, but really setting very firm boundaries around what they need or want.
0: Absolutely. And I do think it is connected to speaking their mind as well. Right. It becomes seen as like, why are you speaking out? Why are you speaking up? You know what I mean? You shouldn't do that. Yeah. Um, you know, so it becomes hard for us to set boundaries mm. for ourselves. And I think, too, you know, a lot of us, um, especially I'm sure a lot of your audience is in, in you know, is in heart centered jobs. Right. Right. Or they do have like a lot of anxiety. And I think that a lot of us, too, are you know, when I was working, when I was in my first job, part of the reason I got so burnt out is, you know, it was a lot of women, right? It was a lot of women and, you know, women management. And then at the very top, it was like all men.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. You know,
0: like they're always in the biggest positions. Right. And yeah. I think that, you know, women are uncomfortable with that. And it kind of, unfortunately, causes like a trickle down effect, right? Where if you speak up, like I was one of the people who was more likely to speak up about things that, you know, just seemed like wrong to me or unethical or... Or, you know, why are we being forced to see so many clients in so little time? Like, they do not like that. That is not, you know, because then they have to speak up. Mm-hmm. So I think there becomes a trickle down where it is like, you know, you know, be quiet. Don't cause trouble. Um, and that sort of becomes like, a, you know, I just have to kind of do what I'm told. I can't set boundaries. I can't kind of put out there what I want. Mm-hmm.
1: And I wonder... Uh too, if there's some sort of worry about, you know, retribution, if I do speak up too much, then what, like, what will people think of me? And Mm -hmm. how will I be perceived and all of that that kind of can keep you very quiet?
0: Yeah, I mean, I do think it is totally connected to fear, the fear and the anxiety and the worrying.
1: Yeah. And so uh, just guessing, (laughs) being an anxious woman
0: myself, that,
1: uh people who have a lot of anxiety, it might be harder for them to to begin this process of setting boundaries.
0: Absolutely. And it's because of the overthinking and the really like kind of getting caught up in our headspace.
1: Oof, I can totally relate to that. So sort of <laughs> thinking through like, if I set this boundary, then what if this or this or this or... How are they going to think?
0: Go towards the negative consequences. And, you know, it really is, unfortunately, because we don't always have the best models either, where we've seen people set boundaries Mm. and it works out, right?
1: Yeah. Well, too, uh, knowing from my own personal experience, again, that the idea of pushing up against someone else's boundaries by setting my own Mm -hmm. can cause me some anxiety about. Like what is that gonna feel like if I'm like asking for this thing and there, you know, there's already this the expectation that I'm gonna be doing this other thing. And that can be really hard, just the dis the physical discomfort of the anxiety that sometimes I'm like, ah, maybe, maybe I'll just be quiet. Maybe I won't ask. Right.
0: I think the other thing is, you know, I think we sometimes do miss out on opportunities because we are worried about bothering people or, you know, and we don't trust other people to set boundaries too.
1: Right. Right. Because we're so used to not setting them ourselves. (laughs)
0: Right. (laughs) Yeah. I saw this as a therapist. I see it now, you know, working with women around their businesses is we sort of block ourselves from opportunities because we're worried about, you know, other people, Mm. And their thoughts and their things, and we're not giving them the responsibility of setting boundaries.
1: That's an interesting perspective there, so that we're not trusting that the people we're interacting with will have the ability to set their own boundaries if they're not comfortable with something mm-hmm. we're 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 doing absolutely, yeah, yeah, And so having some faith and trust that really. If we are overstepping a boundary that that person's going to say, you know what, I don't think that's a good idea. Or.
0: Yeah. Right. Take a little or, step uh, yeah, back. Yeah, I don't have time for that. Or, you mm-hmm. know, just like, no, you know what I mean? Like people, you know, it's okay to say no. It's okay to be clear you're not interested in something. Mm-hmm. Um, and if people aren't saying that, you know, I work with a lot of women who just, once again, they're not putting themselves out there for opportunities that they deserve because they're worried about what other people are going to think, what other people really mean. There's just like a lot of assumptions going on. Yeah.
1: Well, and I would imagine to. Just saying no without prefacing it or offering an explanation or giving some reason why versus like, I just don't really want to do this. But, you know, just saying no, thank you would be hard for some people, some women.
0: Right. And I mean, it really is just, you know, no thanks or this isn't the right timing. You know, Mm -hmm. just something like that is totally okay to say.
1: Yeah. Well, and something I've encouraged clients to do who have anxiety, have struggled with creating safe boundaries for themselves, both personally and professionally, is to give themselves time to pause and think about what's being asked so -hmm. that they're not just responding, okay, but like giving yourself permission to say, can I get back to you on that so that you can think about it and sit with it and decide if it's something that feels okay for you.
0: Yes, absolutely. And I really do think like even just kind of setting a timer and really processing it and not once again, like being careful with the space of the overthinking and yes. think even just setting that boundary for yourself, because I think we can get so caught up in things. And once again, spend way too much time in other people's lanes, you know, mm-hmm. if in really making assumptions about what they're thinking, what they're doing when we have no clue.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so not too much time in the overthinking, but more about what do I need? What is it? that? Yeah, like, what does this really
0: involve? Yeah, what would this what would this take for me? Is this something I want to do? Mm.
1: And I'm, I'm wondering, too, that uh, when people are working with you, and they're sort of gradually, you know, women are gradually beginning to create these boundaries in their lives, that there might be some pushback from the people around them.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of times, especially to like, you know, in your relationship, right, in your closest relationships, whether that's, you know, your family relationships, your partner, your closest friends, you know, when you're starting to do things a little differently, it can surprise people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I think that that can be that can definitely cause some pushback.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you're usually the person that's always saying yes, or accommodating, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then now saying, you know, I need time to, whatever, work on my business or
0: right, do right. other things. Work on my goals, work, work on, on my goals. you know, work on my health, right? Like this, you even see this sometimes happen when, you know, one partner is setting new healthy habits,
1: mm, changing yes.
0: their eating habits, things like that. And the other partner has a hard time with it. Um, because it's just different. Right. Mm -hmm. So I really do. And, you know, this is why so many um, people do come to me for to work together is, you know, you get to have that objective person, that support system. And, you know, I'm sure, you know, and that's why people go to therapy, too. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. have that person who's objective, who is, you know, kind of removed from the situation and kind of can help you assess things more clearly for yourself, because it really could be it. It can be hard to do this on your own.
1: Yeah. Well, I liked, I was sort of, it, not even sort of, I was looking over your website and uh, I liked that you incorporate in, in the copy that it's not just about boundaries or working toward, you know, having support around business, but it's your personal goals too, mm-hmm. that like taking care of yourself or whatever that means for you, your personal goals, um, that's just as important.
0: Absolutely. And I really do think like the more you, you know, start improvements in one area, start, you know, enforcing boundaries in one area, start getting clear on what you want in one area, it will carry over to the others. So for people who feel overwhelmed by setting boundaries or speaking up for themselves, or, you know, maybe just start with one area.
1: Mm -hmm, And,
0: mm -hmm. you know, focus on that rather kind of than thinking about all the things you need to change in your life.
1: Yes, yes. Well, something that I have come across with in clients too is like when it comes to making change, they're looking at the the end goal, like and how the heck, especially if you have anxiety, how can I get from where mm-hmm. I am now to this far distant future place? And it's like, well, you have to take one step, right? It's like right one here. step at a time. You don't have to get to the end yet.
0: Right. It's just exactly. how do
1: we get from here to the next day? Um something that uh I think I've struggled with, but also talking to other um, business owners, women, female business owners, when it's your own as an entrepreneur, setting boundaries around taking time off and not working has been a struggle for me. It creates a lot of anxiety if I'm not working all the time, even like on the weekends, like I should be doing more because... I don't know what because it's all going to fall apart if I don't if I'm not on top of it.
0: Right. Do right, you right. find
1: that do you find that in working with women?
0: I think that it really it can be really situational. So first of all, I think that one, if you're really like enjoying work, and you're just in one of those cycles or seasons, everything's seasonal and and cycles, you know what I mean? So I think there are times when, you know, you are working a lot, and it's enjoyable and fun. And I think we kind of get shamed for that sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just think one, you know, give yourself permission to do what you need to do. So if working is is chart is charging, recharging you. Um, some of, for some of us, it does, right. Or there are certain points where maybe we started a new project. We have a lot of enthusiasm for it. Um, you know, I think that it's okay to work more hours. It's okay to put more time aside to that and to protect that time for yourself. Yeah. Um, I think that obviously like once again, it's really checking in with, you know, are you feeling overworked because, you know, other people are saying you need more balance or, you know, are talking about balance. I think it really is a personal thing in terms of finding balance. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And sometimes we do need breaks, right? So, you know, don't work 24 seven, but obviously, you know, if there are those periods where you're going to be working more, I, you know, I have periods where I'm really working a lot, 60, 80 hour weeks. And then I have a long stretch where I'm working like, you know, 15 to 20 hours a week. So I think really look at the nature of your business.
1: Yeah, well, that makes sense. And uh, I like the idea of being uh, flexible with it that yeah, there will be times like not this hard and fast, I should only work X amount of hours per week, and I need to have this amount of time off every week. It's like, well, this week, maybe (laughs) I'm working a little bit more. But next week, I don't. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like I think, just notice if it is like totally ongoing. There's never breaks, right? Um, and I think too, really, one like give permission to check in with you want with what you want. Try not to be influenced by mm. others' understanding of like their work goals and what's normal or not normal. Yeah,
1: and so how are you helping clients sort of define what healthy boundaries are for them? How do you go about that process?
0: So a lot of what we do is look at people's um, schedules and look at people's workloads. And, you know, part of it is helping people for me just kind of be more effective with work. Right. I think that, you know, especially, um, you know, the people that I'm working with, like they've not worked in their own business before. We weren't necessarily trained to work in our own business. Mm -hmm. So really looking at more of their workload and where different things are set up, how much work they're spending in different areas.
1: Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes so much sense. So really finding a balance that's working for them with all the things that are happening in their life.
0: Yeah, and also helping them um, set up sort of, you know, a schedule or system, I call it like a master schedule, like where are times for where the times for certain things in your work, right? Um, Where are you working on your different projects? Where are you spending time with clients? Where are you um, spending time creating content? Where, you know, where is your family time? Mm -hmm. And really making sure that it's mapped out and like structured, because I think that what happens is we spend a lot of time once again, in like the overthinking and not in getting decision fatigue, right? So kind of just thinking about the work and not actually working.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah. And having time set aside that this is the time I'm going to do whatever.
0: Right, right. And for people who do feel overworked, I've seen a lot of times like what you're talking about on the weekends. It's not that it's straight work. It's a lot of time like wasted, like scrolling on Facebook. <laughs> no, it's not, you know, not to say that you're doing. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I do that, too. <laughs> <laughs> For A lot of people, if we really look at the work hours we need to be putting in, it's it's not actually as high as we're telling we're, ourselves. So sometimes too, it's just something as basic. I, and that's what I love. There is like the whole mindset piece, but there is just that like logical strategic piece, like actually track your work. What stories are you telling yourself about how much you're working and are they really true? Mm, yes,
1: that is such a good point. So yeah. Well, because too, you may be if you're telling yourself you have to work more, but you're actually putting in a lot of work,
0: like it's okay to take time off and not work. Absolutely. And it's also like saying like, are you really, you know, are you working on the things that are going to help you? Or are you just waste like kind of wasting time on not really helpful tasks?
1: Yeah, yeah. Because, oh, gosh, so much time can be taken up with just like, I don't know cleaning out your inbox.
0: (laughs) I know for me, like writing is my biggest issue. Like I'm just like a slow writer, I overthink it, I get stuck, you know, editing. So for me now, I just don't write as much I do more, you know, verbal content, Mm -hmm. or videos or stuff like that. So you know, it really is good to really look at where are you spending time?
1: Yeah, yeah, that makes so much sense. Because if you're not loving it, you're, it's going to take well, or if it's harder for you, And it's not Mm -hmm. something that you're passionate about, then like don't force yourself to do that if there's an alternative.
0: Exactly. So there are some really, like I said, some really nice just logical tasks you can take to really see like, am I, you know, is this a boundaries issue or am I really just, you know, is it a boundaries issue or am I just not really, you know, working effectively? Am I, you know, do I do these things even, are they even helping me grow Mm. or am I just doing them just because?
1: Yeah, just because. Just because. I know that that phrase. Yeah. Oof. So uh, are there resources or tips for the listeners that you feel like if they are struggling with creating boundaries or just getting a better workflow, like, are there things out there that you feel like would be important for them?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think kind of just looking at them, like productivity type um, type things. Um, you know, I definitely share a lot of them. So they're welcome to look at my site. I think too, just really like, you know, sometimes reading books, like I actually like this one book by Tim Ferriss, Tools of Titans. And he kind of talks to a lot of people who are, you know, celebrities, business owners, things like that, about what they do. And I like it because you can kind of see what pe- it's the behind the scenes of how people are effective, how they live their lives. And I'm not usually into books where it's like a lot of, of little summaries of things. But I like this one, because you can kind of pick and choose what what works for you, mm. appeals to you and experiment. Yeah, I like that.
1: Yeah. And so uh, are there things coming up in your world, your practice, that would be something that the listeners might want to know about?
0: Yeah, I mean, I regularly put on challenges um, or events where you can really, um, focus on one area of your business. So I did one earlier in the year on, you know, helping you scale your business, helping you be more productive and and work less and still make more money. Um, this summer I'm going to be doing one on, you know, how to get seen more so you can make more of that impact with your work and get out of your own way in terms of holding yourself back. So what I really recommend is to head on over to my site, um, and grab one my freebies grab my batch like a boss freebie and that's actually about time management which i think would be helpful for people who are struggling it teaches you how to focus on one task at a time and do more of it um and it's sort of a good way to kind of set boundaries like i'm setting boundaries i'm going to work on this task and get it done and and do a little bit more of it so i don't have to constantly worry about it um and they can grab that at nicoleway.com slash batch like a boss and then when i have upcoming events they'll get invitations for it
1: nice that's awesome All right. So people can find you also, uh, I guess, on social media. How would they find you there?
0: Yes, they can find me on Facebook um, and Instagram at Nicole Lavoya. Awesome.
1: Well, Nicole, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today.
0: Thank you so much for having me. And, you know, I'd love to hear, you know, from your audience, you know, if they can leave a comment or or whatever about, you know, what's one boundary they're going to try to set?
1: nice
0: and just kind of focus on one
1: yeah i love that yeah there will be uh yeah i will, we will include and i mean there's always opportunity to leave comments on the show notes and i will include all of your social media links there so we will uh circle back and see if people are commenting that sounds yes. great all right well thanks again and uh yeah thanks for being a guest
0: thank you
1: Thanks for joining us again on the Woman Warriors podcast. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Nicole LaLoya about boundary setting in your life and why maybe it can be a little bit hard for women, but why it's really important too. That when we're not setting boundaries, it's when we're not listening to ourselves and we're not taking care of our own needs, but more worried about other people's needs And that can create a lot of anxiety. I know it does for me. And I know for me, it takes a conscious effort to be checking in with myself around my boundaries, around when I'm saying yes, or when I'm taking care of someone else's needs and not my own. So the struggle is real It can create a lot of anxiety, but it can shift. You can change things. Things can be different, whether you're a business owner or a stay-at-home mom or both. I mean, you can't be both. Whether you're a business owner, a stay-at-home mom, or a combination of the two, working and taking care of a household with children, our boundaries are getting crossed all the time and if we were raised in a household where we really had to be taking care of other people, it's hard to maintain them as an adult. So know that there is help out there and and creating boundaries can help you feel more grounded and present and attuned in your own life. So if you wanna know more about the podcast or want to check out other episodes, you can go to womanwarriors.com. All the episodes are there. You can also check out Instagram. I post things occasionally there, uh, often podcast related, but sometimes just inspirational. I'm also on Facebook at womanwarriors at facebook.com So you can find out more there. Once again, thank you for tuning in. I hope you all have a wonderful week. Ciao for now from this woman warrior.
0: Thanks for listening and subscribing to the Woman Warriors podcast. Music was written and performed by Andy Cush.
1: If you'd like more information on this episode, you can find the show notes, the resources shared today, and links to the guests' profiles at womanwarriors.com.